Next guest, uh, we know Hutchie very well because he's been an icon himself of Hong Kong racing. I speak of former steward Kim Kelly, who is here at the Asian Racing Conference. Kim, great to see you. How are you? Good morning, Michael. I'm well, thanks, and thanks for having me on. Great to be back home. Um, how many years were you in Hong Kong for, all up? 20 years wow. overall and 13 years as, uh, as chief stipe. So. That's amazing. Yeah, uh, so it was a good, it was a good innings. Have you uh, enjoyed returning back home? Well, I've only been back for two days. I, uh, <laughs> we, we flew in on Friday morning and then uh, had Saturday and Sunday at home and then flew to Melbourne for the, uh, for the Asian Racing Conference. So the feet haven't really touched the ground, but uh, plenty of time for that later. Uh, over your period, 20 years and 13, as you say, as Chief Stewards, uh, Hong Kong racing's changed immensely, hasn't it? Uh, what, are, what are some of your most fond memories of where it came from to where it is now in your time? Well, not long after I got up there in uh, in 2002, we had the SARS outbreak, so uh, so Hong Kong went through a tough sort of time, and we had Silent Witness coming through at that at, at, the, at that same time that was sort of carrying the the town as far as racing went. Um, I think what I've seen is a resilience of a town that it doesn't matter what happens, the town bounces back, and uh, um, a lot of other places around the world that I've been to, they don't bounce back as quickly and they don't bounce back as healthily as perhaps Hong Kong does when they, uh, when they strike a bit of a problem. So I think that's probably the thing that strikes me most about the, the town is the resilience of, of the people and just the, the, the spirit of the people. You know, they, they're, they're wonderful people, the Hong Kong people. Do anything for you. Do anything for yeah. you. And it's, it, it was a lovely place to live and we enjoyed every, uh, every moment of it. Our children were, born, were brought up there so they, they, you know, they've got a, 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 a tie with the, with the place as well. So nothing but fond memories. The passion of the fans and the punters over there is almost unmatched. What was it like living and breathing it for so long as arguably the most important man? Uh, at the jockey club uh, it, it was it was great to 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 be in a town where horse racing is so important i i I remember the question was put to me, you know, do you, do you have a, a dislike of the press? Because the press can be fairly brutal up there. And, you know, my my take on it was it was quite the opposite because what I liked about it was that the, the, that horse racing was relevant. I was more concerned if they didn't take me on over something because it meant that racing wasn't quite as relevant as it, as, as it should be. So I think, you know, in a town where racing is so important, the Jockey Club is the biggest taxpayer, the biggest charitable contributor. So if there's a, a reduction in confidence in horse racing, well, that has a flow-on effect down through the whole town. So it's very important that racing stays the biggest game in town, and it's, it, it, it is to this very day, and, uh, and long may it be the case, and I'm sure it will continue to be the case into the future. And because of that, there is a hyper sensitivity and focus on the integrity of racing in Hong Kong. Um, is it the toughest jurisdiction in the world? I, I think so. I think so. You know, because of the because of the betting and because of the prize money, because of the the competitive nature of racing, I, I, I think it makes it about the biggest in the world. Um, but um, you know, that's that's what makes it great. You know, that that's. It, Integrity is, is, is the key to it, and there's no doubt about that. And what punters like about Hong Kong is the fact that, you know, it's a limited pool of horses. It's only two race meetings a week. And I think it's accepted that there's a high degree of integrity involved with the, with the sport up there. Um, and, you know, if, if, if there is that loss in, in, in confidence in the, in the product from an integrity point of view, then that's very hard to get back again. Mm. You know, so it's, it, it, it was always one of my key... Um, aspects of the job was never ever 
to 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 have a reduction in, in or a loss of confidence in the integrity of the product because as I say to, to, to make up lost ground is very very difficult so don't give up the ground in the first place. Uh, there's been a number of big stories over the years as there would be in any racing jurisdiction when you spend so long as the chief steward uh, what are the biggest in your mind that you yeah, uh, look, presided you, over? You know I, I, you know I think we've all we've all had those little challenges a, a, along the way whether it be you know we had a void race there a, 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 few, a few years ago where we had to decide whether we called the race off um, due to an incident at the barriers we ultimately did that and I think 126 million Hong Kong dollars uh, uh, w- w- was returned straight away but it was, it was a decision that wasn't based on money, it was a decision on what was the right thing to do so you get into those sort of, you know, th- those sort of uh, instances and those sort of positions where you've got to make those decisions very quickly They've got to, you don't get the luxury of time that perhaps a lot of other sports get and a lot of other disciplinary uh, institutions get you don't get that same luxury but so you, you you've got to make big decisions in a short time frame but they've got to be right because it won't be good enough to, to make the wrong decision then go back to the pundits and say oh look i had to do it quickly so and i'm sorry i got it wrong that just wouldn't be acceptable so it's it's you know it's high pressure as far as that goes to get the the the, the result within a finite amount of time but make sure that it's the right decision, and then you live and die by it. What's your personal view on, on protests? Because we, we just saw a, a very important case in the Sea of All Stakes on the weekend with, with Jack and Owen, Gentleman Roy. Yeah. Um, when you're in a protest situation and there are hundreds of millions of dollars at stake and maybe um, huge <laughs> prize money, not just for owners, but down the track as well what's your mindset the mindset is that it doesn't matter whether it's a in in hong kong terms a class five horse or a class five race or a group one race you you divorce yourself from that aspect of things so it's just a horse race and the the next thing you do is you take a very dispassionate view about it you don't own the horses you're not going to get a prize money check you're you're not you don't have a financial interest in the race by by betting so you just completely uh, from a dispassionate point of view all you're interested in is asking yourself a few basic questions and those basic questions are did interference occur did it involve the horses in the protest and if not for that protest if not for that interference would the result have been different and they're very three basic very questions Um, but at the end of the day if you ask yourself those questions in that clinical fashion and then make a, a take a position on it then that's, that's, that's the nature of the job. Uh, with Kim Kelly, the former Chief Steward of Hong Kong Jockey Club, um, the whip situation is, is gaining momentum in a lot of jurisdictions. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Hong Kong, there's no um, reduction in, in whip uh, use over there. What's your personal viewpoint? Well, well, Hong Kong doesn't, doesn't impose a count on, yep. the, on the number of times that a whip can be used. There, there is whip rules in respect of the whip being used in an, inse- in an excessive or an improper manner or being used on a horse out of contention, those type of things. Hong Kong doesn't impose a, uh, a count. Now, I'm also chairman of the IFHA Harmonisation of Racing Rules Committee, and we have a meeting this afternoon, uh, as fate would have it, where we are going to discuss the uh, the whip rules and whether whether it should be permitted for the whip to be used in consecutive strides. So that's that's something that we're going to look at. A lot of jurisdictions still allow the whip to be used in consecutive strides. Um, 
you know, I, I've got a, I've got a view on that, a personal view, and not, not a committee view, but I've got a personal view that uh, the whip possibly shouldn't be used in consecutive strides, and that automatically, Michael, imposes a quasi count because you can only use it so many times. So, um, so, but that's only you know a personal view, and that's something that we'll speak about this afternoon. But I am, I'm not, a, I'm not a fan of a, a, a count because I think that jockeys have a lot to. To, to to think about in a home straight, and you, you only had to look at that incident at Randwick on on Saturday. There's a lot going on yep. uh, in a jockey's mind um, when they're when they're riding a horse. To to, to place a count on something, to have to count no, count numbers, um, look at um, markers, position markers on a track. Am I at the 200? Am I at the 100? Whatever the case may be, I think that. I think that's difficult, and I, you know, I, I haven't worked under that system, and perhaps it would be different if I did work under that system. But I, I could see some obvious, um, some obvious things with that, that mm-hmm. sort of, those, those sort of rules that would make it tricky for a jockey. Last one. It's so good to see you back here. But what's your plans? None. In Australia. None. Uh, our, our daughter gets married next month, so uh, so uh, just uh, uh, get ready for that and uh, just take it easy for a little while. Decompress uh, <laughs> after uh, after 20 years in the Far East. Decompress for a little while. I'll do a little bit of work with the IFHA just from an integrity uh, aspect of things, but apart from that, um, nothing at all. Kim, great to see you here. Congratulations on an amazing uh, tenure over in Hong Kong. and. And I'm sure you'll be back involved in some way, form uh, or shape uh, very, very soon. Thanks, Michael.